the midterm elections coming up, Republicans and Democrats are fighting tooth and nail for control of Congress in what is sure to be the ultimate test of the Joe Biden presidency. Politics Weekly has you covered. In the weeks coming up, we'll give you the latest analyses of polls and our predictions for who will win in the 2022 elections. Join us here on Politics Weekly for On the Ballot 2022. And make sure to join us for the Politics Weekly Election Day Special coming Tuesday, November 8th on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to Politics Weekly. Politics Weekly is a weekly nonpartisan podcast featuring some of the biggest names in politics and portraying some of the biggest political stories of the week through both left and right leaning lenses. Hosted by award winning journalist Nolan Cleary, the former editor in chief of the Hudsonian newspaper, Politics Weekly has been listened to by over 15,000 people worldwide. The views expressed by guests on our show are not necessarily the views expressed by the host, Nolan Cleary. Now, all right, everyone, welcome back to Politics Weekly. Um, today, uh, we have a very special guest uh, on the show. Uh, he's currently running uh, for Congress. Uh, he's running for the United States House of Representative, uh, Representatives. He's running in Arkansas's uh, 4th Congressional District. That's the district he's running to represent. He's the Democratic nominee. Uh, Mr. John White. Thank you for joining me today, Mr. White. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you coming. So um, the first uh, question that I have, this is a question I ask for uh, pretty much any candidate. The first question I ask any candidate, regardless of what party they hold, which is, uh, why do you want this position? Why do you want to uh, be in Congress? What do you plan to do? Oh, why do I want it? I want to bring it back to the, I'm working for the people. I'm working for the people of the fourth district to bring the power back to the states, to give it back to the fourth district. Um, now, um, I know uh, recently you did a debate. You're, you're the Democratic candidate uh, right now. Um, recently, you did a debate uh, with your Republican opponent um, and uh, during that debate, you said um, that uh, that the uh, that uh, you believed there was evidence that the election might have there might have been some fraud in the election in the 2020 election. Um, the Arkansas Democratic Party uh, has said they released a response. Uh, they said they disagree with those views, but they're still supporting you. Uh, what did you read that response? And if so, what uh, were your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, I'm in it. Yeah, I, I'm an honest man. I don't uh, mixed words. That's just what I saw on TV. You saw the votes. Like I said, I was watching it, and then on every channel, it's like 
Trump's votes would go down and Biden's votes would go up with the exact same amount. You can't tell me. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. And I'm 57 years old. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican. I don't want anything stolen. Right? If I don't get as if I don't get the majority of the votes in the fourth district, that's fine. I'm good. But I don't want to win by stealing, that's for sure. Now let me ask you this, if you don't mind me asking. Um, did you vote for President Trump in twenty twenty? Uh, and if so, would you be open to supporting him in two thousand and twenty four? That well, yeah, I, I I'm not lying. Yeah, I vote for Trump, and I'll vote for him again. Um, so uh, what would you say? You're you're running as a Democrat. Um, I don't think it's unfair to say that um, you know a lot of Democrats disagree with some of your views. Um, what? Why are you running as a Democrat? What made you want to run as a Democrat and not a Republican? Okay, well, let's look at it. Uh, there's no difference in Washington, D.C. between a Democrat and a Republican. It's a uniparty. It's like we got Westman in my district. He's Rhino. Everybody knows it. I've talked to everybody in this district. And the two greatest men in modern history were Democrats. John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King. There's no denying that. They were trying to bring the people together. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring the people together. There's no there's no sense in fighting. It shouldn't Trump shouldn't trigger you. Right? Biden shouldn't trigger you. We need to sit down like adults. Because like I said in that debate, and talk about the problems. And you know why I'm running? I'm running for your generation because first I need to apologize to you and the younger generation. Okay. For what my generation and the other older generations are leaving you. We have a mess and we got to clean it up. If you watch those debates, my debate, I didn't mix words. I know my history. I know $31 trillion in debt. Whose debt is that? That's falling on you and your kids and their kids and their kids. We got to fix it. We got to own up to it. People got to stop worrying about getting reelected and own up to the problem. Now, but they won't. Yeah. Um, now, uh, President Biden, one of the uh, key campaign issues he's been running on, he's been saying in many uh, debate speeches where he's been campaigning for Democrats uh, that he believes that if uh, Republicans win control of Congress, uh, that in his words, that would be a threat to democracy. Do you agree with President Biden's uh, campaign statement when he says that? No, I surely do not, because I've been talking to the Democrats down here in Arkansas, my Democrats, 
that haven't voted for a Democrat in 40 years. But guess what they're going to do? They told me, I'll vote for you. So they're going to vote for me. I'll tell you straight up right now. I'll never be a socialist and I'll die before I'm a communist. Right? I gave this country 24 years, the best years of my life, defending it for your rights. Right? I don't regret one single minute. I'm I'm proud of this nation. There's three things I'll die for. God, country, and family. Now, um, on the topic of Arkansas Democrats, um, you mentioned, uh, and on the topic of Trump, one of uh, Trump's, uh, someone who worked for Trump, Sarah Sanders, is running for governor. Uh, Do you support her for governor, or do you support your party's nominee, Chris Jones? Ooh, boy, you know, that's a hard question. <laughs> uh, truthfully, I got to go with the libertarian. All right. Um, so, uh, what would you say are some of the, uh, key differences between you and your, uh, Republican opponent, Congressman Bruce Westerman? What would you say are the key policy differences that you two have? Well, well, that's some really good ones. Let me see what he's done for Arkansas, the fourth district so far with my research, uh, post office in hot springs something renamed in eastern Arkansas. And then he was talking about saving the trees in California. Okay. That has nothing to do with Arkansas. Right? It's like where I'm at, we got natural resources. Right? Anyone talk about Biden? His moratorium on the Green New Deal, which... I do not agree with. I'll never stand by that Green New Deal. Because, hey, I believe that is uh, part of the one more government, which I'll never be a part of either. Quote me on that. Spread it far and wide. As long as you put me in the fourth district, puts me up there, we will be a free constitutional republic like the forefathers said it's like when they walked out the door i think it was benjamin franklin said we gave you a republic if you can keep it but they've been trying to steal it ever since all right uh well with that being said i do want to ask you uh, about uh some uh, of the stories of the week um, that happened uh, recently. Uh, Steve Bannon, a former strategist uh, for Donald Trump, was uh, sentenced to four months in prison. Um, this was after he was held in contempt of Congress for not complying with the January 6th committee. Um, what are your thoughts on that? There again, I believe there's a two tier 
they go after people they don't go after. But there again, Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress, and he never did anything. They let him go. That's the truth. Right? Look it up. Research it. And put me wrong. No. That's all about January 6th. And they're just blowing that up to divide, to divide this nation. And I'm sick and tired of people trying to divide this nation. I'm sick and tired of people trying to divide our people. I'm trying to bring people together for God's sake. It's like, like I said, a good journalist, they just uh, um, look at everything and try to discern it and try to tell the truth, right? That's all I'm asking is tell the truth. Let's be honest with each other. I, I, I look at, I look at the, I can work with anybody as long as they're willing to help this nation. This is the best nation on, this is the greatest nation on earth. If we can keep it. But right here, right now, we got to make a stand and keep it. Why do you, you know, you want to turn into a communist dictatorship? I don't. If you look in the Webster's Dictionary under fascism, read that definition. And then look at what we got going on now. And what sets me apart from Weston, he won't make a stand. He just goes with the flow. Right? I'll dig my boots in my southern Arkansas dirt and stand my ground. All right. Well, with that being said, I do want to move on to the uh, next story. Uh, so um, in addition to uh, Steve Bannon being held in contempt of Congress, uh, President, former President Donald Trump uh, was also uh, recently subpoenaed uh, to testify in front of Congress uh, by members of the January 6th committee. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, that January 6th. See, there you go, and everybody wants to bring up January 6th. Well, why don't they release all the video from January 6th? Why don't they release where the Capitol Police let them inside? Why don't they show that they were knocking the windows out of the building while Trump was still talking? Why don't they show all the congressmen running, scared, with their tails tucked between their legs, when they should have came out on the steps and talked to the people and find out what the people were mad about? It don't, if you, what would you want your representative to do? Would you want him to run with his tail between his legs? Or would you think that he would have enough gumption to come out on those steps and say, hey, guys, what's going on? What can I help you with? But like I said, there's nefarious things going on with January 6th. It's all set up. I believe it. I said it in that debate, and I'll say it again right here. 
All right. Uh, well, uh, let's move on to uh, the next uh, big story of the week. Um, recently, uh, uh, House uh, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, a Republican, uh, said that uh, if Republicans take back the majority in the United States House of Representatives next year, uh, that he would plan to limit uh, United States funds uh, to the Ukraine, uh, that go to the Ukraine. Um, uh, McCarthy uh, said that he did not want to uh, continue giving what he called, quote, a blank check uh, to uh, the Ukraine in terms of funding. Um, this uh, caused um, some praise from some on the right. It also caused uh, some uh, criticism from both the right and the left. Uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has said that if Republicans take back the United States Senate, which is another goal of Republicans uh, this November, uh, that um, he would promise that they would try to introduce more bills, uh, giving more funding to the Ukraine. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on McCarthy's statement saying that he uh, would plan not to give uh, more funding to the Ukraine? I'm definitely with McCarthy. I will not give the Ukraine any money to fight because we have no business fighting over there. If people did the research again and try to find where the Ukraine put their paperwork in to become an independent country. Please show me. I haven't found any. So that means technically the whole Ukraine is part of Russia. So while we sending money that I don't think is going to Ukraine anyway. I have noticed something. I'll keep that close to the vest for later. But I will not send a penny of our tax dollars to the Ukraine when we got people starving, homeless, going through the trash for aluminum cans, for God's sake. Right? Why should we be sending money to Ukraine when we got that going on over here? I saw a lady when I was getting gas yesterday going through the trash looking for aluminum cans. That's wrong. Let's all come together, right? Let's spread the love. Let's bring Jesus back. Let's bring Jesus back everywhere we can. Because Jesus wanted us to do one thing and one thing only. And that's to spread his word of love. That's what Martin Luther King was trying to do. He was trying to bring us together. Why can somebody not bring us together? Why does everybody want to fight and not get anything done? I'm asking, you know, your question. You know, you got to sit back and think. Wait a minute. Wouldn't it be better to be together? 
trying to work problems out are problems. United States problems. Why are we worried about Ukraine's problems? And by the way, you know, you know who the people are that's running Ukraine? The Syrian Nazis that were fighting with Hitler in World War II. Why are we sending them money? You do your research, you'll find out. All right. Well, with that, uh, let's move on to the next story. Uh, so um, the midterms are coming up. Your election is coming up in a few weeks. Um, right now, there is uh, nationally, there is a big fight uh, across the globe uh, for um, for um, for control of Congress. Uh, you know, Democrats would like to expand their slim majority. Republicans are hoping to take back a majority in both houses. Um, recent uh, polling has shown Republicans uh, starting to make more gains in some states, uh, in some key races. Uh, in the state of uh, Arizona, Republican Carrie Lake, uh, a Trump-endorsed Republican for governor, uh, is now leading her uh, opponent, Katie Hobbs. Uh, in the Senate race, uh, Blake Masters is tied. Another Trump-endorsed Republican is tied against incumbent Mark Kelly. Um, and in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Dr. Uh, Mehmet Oz from the Dr. Oz Show uh, is uh, now tied with opponent John Fetterman in that Senate race. Also, um, some races, including the governor's race in uh, traditionally blue Oregon and traditionally blue New York show Republicans making gains. Um, there are some races where Republicans are trailing. Uh, Georgia appears to be tied, the Senate race there. Um, uh, Democrats remain ahead in the Pennsylvania governor's race, but overall Republicans are making gains. What are your thoughts on Republicans uh, making gains in some of the polling uh, in uh, some of the recent pollings as we approach the election? Well, if they are for America to make this a better place for the next generation, right? I'm all for it. Now, people who are trying to tear it down and uh Hang on a sec. I got to clear this up. Um, um, there again, you're either for making America better, more jobs, getting people employed, getting them off the street, getting them out of trash cans, getting them off dope, right? Getting them not locked up in prison, which we have the most prisoners in the... I'm all for law enforcement, right? Don't get me wrong. I love them. Those guys got a hard job. I could not walk up to a car in the dead of night worrying about what, you know, people shooting them now. That's not right at all. But there again, everybody needs to treat everybody 
as the brother and sister. They're neighbors. Let's treat everybody like neighbors. Treat your neighbor well, and you'll will reap great benefits from the good Lord. And that's what I try to do. I try to treat everybody with respect. I don't jump down anybody's throat. I try not to talk bad about anybody because that comes back on you tenfold. I let the Father do all the judging. I don't judge. I just want this country back to the Constitution for you to live free and not have anything to worry about. For you, your generation, I have to, I go around and apologize to everybody in their 20s, in their 30s, and everybody who has children now. For what? This government has left you with, which is a whole bunch of nothing but trouble. And if you can say one thing, I'm apologizing to you right now for it. Okay? Because you're in your 20s in college. And John White, at least I stood up. Well, I'm trying to stand up. I'm sitting down. <laughs> Apologize for what we're living you with. $31 trillion. How? Why? Who took all that money? Where did it all go? The Congress hadn't passed a budget in years. They just keep sending, extending spending bills and spending bills and spending bills. They have not put out a budget line by line and showed you where the tax dollars are going. I can't stand for it. That's their job. That's their number one job. According to the Constitution, the 1776 Constitution, which I got a copy of on part of my paper, that's what we have to do, man. All right. Uh, well, uh, with that being said, um, those are all the news topics I have. But I want to ask you, um, I want to give you, I want to do a thing where I uh, talk about a few policies or I give you a policy and then I ask you your uh, view on that policy or what your uh, views are on it. Um, so first of all, what are your views uh, on abortion? Oh, well. That's a state issue. And I live in a state that had an automatic law that went into effect if Roe versus Wade was ever overturned. There's no abortions. And I'm down with that. Now, 
in certain circumstances, I can see where you need to get, you know, you can abort the baby. Right? You know, the morning after pill, okay, a couple of cells, right? I don't know. I don't know how the father feels about that. But once it's got a heartbeat, I'm sorry. You got to give birth to that baby. And I think right now it's like Roe versus Wade, which was illegal in the first place. They set a precedent, but the Supreme Court cannot make laws. It was never a law. It was just a precedent between nine judges getting together and going, hey, we're going to make the whole country do this. No. The Tenth Amendment gives that power to the states. And the states make their decisions for the people of that state. All right. Uh, what about the issue of uh, gun control? Should there be more strict gun laws? <laughs> I will always stand for the Second Amendment. I will never vote for anything. That is one of the Bill of Rights that shall not be infringed. And that says it all. All right. Um, and immigration. Um, what do you think needs to be done uh immigration is a big issue this cycle. A lot of people are worried about the border. What do you personally think needs to be done uh, to uh, secure the border? Or what would you say to a voter who is concerned uh, about um, border security? I'll say we need to finish the wall and we need to send these people back home. And I got a question and I'm trying to find out that I can't figure out. Maybe you know. Why are they separating children, women, and fighting age males and sending them to different places? Right now under the Biden administration. That should make you wonder, huh? Makes me wonder. Who's keeping track? Nobody. So I say... That's what I say. You want to come to this country, you do not insult the people who did it the right way. You pay your money. You wait your turn. You learn how to blend into the American constitutional republic. You don't change it to a fascist or a communist to anything. You mold in with this great melting pot that we can accept anybody of any religion that respects everybody else. But if I was a naturalized citizen that did it the right way, I'd be mad right now. You got look at it from that perspective. 
you know, wait a minute. I paid this money. I learned American history. They know American history better than we do. And they became a legal, naturalized citizen. And then you got people pouring over the border. That's kind of spitting in their face when you think. All right. Uh, well, uh, I think that about uh, wraps it up. So thank you again, John White, for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. The creators of Politics Weekly have a new series now out. The series that has amassed nearly 20,000 listeners is now getting a spinoff on online radio. Politics Weekly Live is a follow-up to Politics Weekly, bringing you more content, live commentary, and the ability to respond to stories live. Politics Weekly Live is available to listen to every Wednesday at 3 p.m. on WPSR, the official radio station of Purchase College, and will be posted wherever you listen to podcasts following recording. Music